K-pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to K-pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Nuts. And oh my fucking god. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So the morning we're recording this, Namjoon's new collaboration came out. And it is so fucking good. I don't know, like, I don't know what to do with myself. This was, I was so unexpected. This was so unexpected. <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting it to sound like that. I knew nothing about um, this artist. So I didn't know, like, what her other work sounded like. I didn't know. So I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what was coming. And then this freaking guitar that just like <laughs> took me to another world suddenly I was in like this like dark like warehouse and it was smoky and like I was at like an underground party or like something like that and it was just so like oh it's so raw and rough and edgy and like oh her voice is fan- fantastic and Namjoon came he conquered I was choking it was just like wow wow Go watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, so the artist's name, um, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce it since there's exclamation points within it. Like, I'd assume her name is Soyeon or Soyun, but it's S-O, exclamation point, Y-O, and then O-N, the last O-N are in capital, exclamation point. So anyway, the song is called Smoke Sprite, and it is phenomenal. And I highly recommend you watch it. I also highly recommend something that came out like a month ago. Okay. But it came on my release radar. I don't often listen to my release radar. So maybe that's why. (laughs) Actually, now I don't even know if it was release radar or discover weekly. (laughs) It was one of the two. Either way, I don't listen to them very often. But there was a new group on there called Limelight. And their song, honestly, very good song. You should listen to it. I want to go listen to... The rest of their stuff, or if there's an EP connected to this comeback, I would like to, yeah, support new groups. I don't know what else is talking about. Oh, no, we can just go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, support new groups. I've got a list mm-hmm. if you need one. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's read some fan fiction. In the last one, we started our hometown book with Subin. Subin, Subin, you know? Subin? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we only read the first chapter. And so far, we know that it is one of the god-tier tropes (laughs) of childhood best friends. And they fucked. So, (laughs) here we are. Yeah, we got right into it. Wasn't expecting us to get right into it so fast. But both of them are a little, both of them are a little, uh... Vulnerable. Yeah. Vulnerable, a little reckless, a little dark, a little gloomy. <laughs> well, the dead people, what are you gonna do? <laughs> so, let's do it. Chapter or part two. This is in Danby's perspective. The cold gray elevator doors open to a dimly lit hallway. The onyx colored walls look modern, but being here in the middle of the night feels eerie. I pause in the middle of the hallway, turning around like I might find him around the corner to scare me. I check my phone again. He said he'd meet me by the elevators. My eyes find a door across the hallway, open just a crack. 
A stream of warm light pours out from under the frame and I hear the beat of a song escaping out into the hallway. I don't know who else could be here at this time, but knowing Subin, he probably lost track of time and forgot to meet me. So I step closer, eventually pushing the door open just enough to find him sitting at his desk. Subin, I call out, stepping inside completely before I close the door. But he doesn't hear me. He's hunched over his desk, clicking around his laptop. His reddish hair looks scruffy under his headphones. He must have been running his hands through it without noticing. Watching him feels intimate, like I'm back in high school, sneaking glances at him in class. He then shakes his head like he's trying to wake himself out of a dream. Oh, hey, you found me, he turns around suddenly, pulling his headphones down as he shoots me a dimpled smile. You forgot to meet me at the elevator, so... We both laugh nervously as he turns around in his swivel chair to look at me. I'm sorry, I just... He stammers, scratching the back of his neck as he shoots me a nervous smile until he notices the plastic bag in my hands. Oh, is that for... Oh, yeah, I got you some food, I say, fidgeting with the plastic around my fingers. I know you always get hungry late at night, so... That's very sweet of you, he smiles, his cheeks getting rosy. I look away, my body feeling light at the way he's looking at me. I wonder if he's reminiscing like I am. Anyway, I smile, stepping closer to him. Are you working on something? Yeah, he responds, turning back around to face his laptop. Tan suggested I do a cover, so I've been listening to this song. He clicks a button on the computer and a slow beat starts playing. Do you know it? I place the bag of food on his desk and listen to the lyrics closely. So what about these feelings I've got? We got it wrong, and you said you had enough. What about these feelings I got? I couldn't be more in love. That was the song. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds familiar, but I don't know it, I say finally, gazing down at him as he taps his fingers to the beat of the song. It's I Couldn't Be More in Love by the 1975, he says, humming along to the song. I really like it. It's nice, I nod, turning to look at him over my shoulder. But I think Taehyun's voice would go well with it. <laughs> he stares at me without blinking, his mouth slowly <laughs> dropping open. Danby, are you? No, I'm kidding. I laugh, giggling into my hand. <laughs> the look on your face. Yeah, you're always teasing me, he says, laughing with me as he looks down at his lap. Me being like, well, she's probably right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like Taehyung's voice. <laughs> But what did you really think? He looks up at me with wide eyes, waiting for me to say something about it, to go with him to that place in his mind where I believe the lyrics are true. That he couldn't be more in love. But just then, he pushes his glasses up his nose and leans back down over his laptop. He twists one of the knobs on the mixer next to my hand, brushing his fingers against mine. I think I might need to pitch it down a bit so it fits my voice better, he says, putting one headphone back over his ear. Here, what do you think? He hooks his hand around my hip, pulling me to his lap. Listen. I giggle, feeling his fingers graze my neck as he slides the headphones over my ears. This time I hear his voice over the music, soft and breathy, singing about I'd give you all the years of my life. I feel his chin settle on my shoulder, his hands resting gently on my belly, just like he did when we would study together in his room. The familiarity of it feels safe, like home. So what do you think? He whispers in my ear, pulling his headphones back slightly. His breath tickles me and I wonder how I should answer the question. About what? I answer, smiling at him over my shoulder. He meets my gaze, taking my chin between his fingers, examining me like an object. I take a deep breath in and try to keep my face still, but my emotions betray me. Why are you nervous? He whispers. His voice sounds sweet, comforting. But to be honest, I don't know. I'm not nervous, Subin. Yeah, you are, he giggles, caressing my cheek. 
I remember you always looked like this when I was about to kiss you. <laughs> I smile, my cheeks getting red. And you kissed me anyway. He cocks his head to the side, still holding my chin between his fingers. I did, didn't I? I shift my gaze between his eyes, his lips, my heart beating so fast. He leans in slowly, stopping right before his lips brush against mine. He feels so close, his features blur together. He whispers ever so softly, Can I kiss you, Dandy? I nod and close my eyes, waiting for the moment, the knot in my belly tightening until finally his hands dig into my waist. I gasp and he lifts me up onto his desk, kissing me roughly. Ooh. His, li <laughs> his lips dig into mine, his tongue pushing in without hesitation. My body feels like clay under his hands, my nerves conforming to his every touch, completely malleable. Fuck, I miss you so much, he whispers, exhaling into my neck. His words fill me up with the brilliance I hadn't felt since we broke up. I haven't stopped thinking about him since our car ride. His lips on my thighs, his hands on my waist, the warmth of his body, it all felt so right. I missed you too, Binny, I respond, the words escaping me. He undresses me in a frenzy. His hands pull out the buttons on my blouse so fast I think they might rip off. He slides the blouse down my shoulders when he suddenly stops, noticing the black lace push-up bra I'm wearing. I can tell he's trying to keep his expression controlled. His mouth <laughs> is set, but I notice his eyebrows raised just enough for me to clock his surprise. I reach behind my back to unhook the clasp. No, he exhales, watching me intensely. Leave it on. I want to fuck you in it. Subin! <laughs> All right! <laughs> He rips my underwear down my legs and drops it on the floor, pushing my knees apart. I've been thinking about you so much, she whispers, his nose grazing mine as his hand rests on my waist. I've been thinking about you too, I confess, feeling like my heart is about to beat out of my chest. But we don't say more. We know that if we tell each other about We know that if we tell each other about our regrets, about the time lost, about the what ifs, we'd spiral into the uncertainty that's waiting for us in the deep end. We want to play it safe. Stay in the shallow end. Let our bodies do the talking for us. He kisses my neck, pushing his finger inside of me. He starts off slow, letting me adjust to his movements. But soon, soft moans escape my lips, and I start thrusting my hips into him, desperate for more. He responds and inserts two more fingers, filling me up completely. Fuck, Subin. He groans into my ear, the muscles in his arm flexing as he thrusts faster. I lock my legs around his waist to steady myself. Each time he pushes inside of me, my ass scoots back against the desk. The friction makes my body feel more alert, like everything is coming into sharper focus. Fuck, you're so deep, I moan softly, holding onto his shoulders. Is it too much, baby? He asks sweetly, tugging at the hair on my neck as he breathes into my ear. I shake my head no. Good, then ask for more. More, please, I moan. He presses his thumb slightly harder into my clit, making me sink my hips back on the desk even harder. Please, I plead again. Please what? Tell me what you want, Danby, he grunts, sliding my clip between his index and middle fingers. Fuck, wait, I gasp, grabbing his wrist. I don't want to come yet. I want all of you. He looks at me intensely, his eyes piercing through me. Then get on the floor right there. He points to a spot next to his desk. I nod and bite my lip, feeling his palm press me gently into the wall. I'll be right back. Let me get a condom, he whispers, kissing my shoulder. The cement feels cold and smooth on my skin. Cement! You're going to break the audio. Jesus Christ. What are we doing on cement? They're in the studio. Still. But the sensation keeps me present as I listen for him. I tilt my head to the side, resting my flushed cheek on the cold wall. 
He is on the far side of the room, rummaging through his bag. He finally finds it and walks back to me. He doesn't say anything. He just watches me as he pulls his pants down, towering over me. I feel his hand on my hip, warming up my skin, and I wonder where it all went wrong. Why couldn't we make it work? Why didn't he do this when we were together, when it actually mattered? Finny, I turned to him over my shoulder, noticing his eyes going soft. Are you sure we should do this? What do you mean, Danby? he asks, raising his eyebrows. Of course we should. Why are you sure? Why are you so sure? I asked, turning around to face him. He plants one hand next to my ear, watching me closely. My skin feels cold. Goosebumps creep up my arms. But the way he's looking at me feels like fire. Danby, he starts, stammering over his words. We ran into each other for a reason. Subin. No, wait, let me finish, she says in a soft but commanding tone. Didn't you feel it after we had sex in the car? Of course I felt it, I think. I felt that longing I've kept for him over the past two years. I thought I had moved on, but if I'm being honest, it feels like I'm still in love with all the ways we were, but I don't say that. I grab him by the shirt and kiss him, crashing into him, trying to convey what I can't say out loud. He responds with a fervor that matches mine, like he's reading my mind, like he feels the same way. I bite his pouty bottom lip. His hands run up my thigh, lifting my, lifting up my skirt. He whispers my name between groans as his lips travel down my neck, and I feel his heart on grind against my thigh. You got that condom? I exhale, trying to catch my breath. He nods into my neck and sticks his hand in his pocket. Here. He hands the silver packet to me, a playful smirk plastered on his face. Should I put it on for you, Benny? I asked, squatting down to the floor. I flash my eyes at him, rubbing my hand over the erection in his pants. He nods, biting his bottom lip. So I pull his pants down. The long shape of his cock tugs at his boxers, the tips sitting right under his hip. I lick my lips and flash my eyes at him again. You're nervous again, he chuckles. The comment makes me blush, but he's right. I've always been nervous about his size. Once he's inside, it feels great, but it's those first few moments of discomfort that always make me flinch. I'll go slow, okay? I know, I nod, smiling up at him. So I take him out, his boner collapsing over the elastic of his boxers. I tear open the condom wrapper and slide it over his dick. He flinches at the sudden pressure, but I feel him harden in my hand. Is that okay? I ask, flashing my eyes at him. He nods and helps me back up, whispering in my ear. Yes, baby, now turn around for me. I do as I'm told, digging my hands into the wall. I feel his entire body press into mine, his hands over my hands, his legs over my legs. I'm completely consumed by him. His erection throbs against my thigh, teasing me with the head of his dick. Tell me if it's too much. I nod and he thrusts into me slowly, entering me carefully. He hisses in my ear, taking a deep breath in to keep himself from going faster. It's good, Benny, I whimper, biting my hip, biting my lip. He fills me up. He fills me up, inch by inch, making sure I take him in deeply. We tense and then relax in unison. His heavy breath heats the side of my neck. I feel his hair tickling behind my ear as he pumps into me. Tell me if it's good, he breathes out, struggling to keep it at this pace. It is. You can go faster, I nod. He goes slow and steady at first, but then with more force. I feel him get harder inside me. My inside's completely full with him. Fuck yes, Subin. You always take me so good, baby, he reassures me, kissing my shoulder as he goes deeper. My body... Body rocks with his, feeling the slap of his skin on mine. I try to keep myself together, but every contraction, every thrust brings me closer to the edge. I moan at his name, biting my knuckles as he grabs my waist tightly. He feels incredible. Don't stop, Benny. His hips move faster, grunting with every thrust. 
I whimper as he pushes me closer to the edge again, my legs starting to shake. Fuck, Vinny, I'm close. Yes, baby, come for me. My mind goes blank, letting my body guide me. He tightens around me and keeps thrusting, chasing after his hide too. Fuck, I'm close too. He thrusts into me mercilessly, gripping my body like he owns it. Soon my walls clench around him, and with one final thrust, he finishes. Sweaty and satisfied, we catch our breaths. I feel Subin's worn muscles relax around me as he brushes the hair out of my face. That was amazing. Yeah, it was, I smile, the words escaping me as I look at his dimpled smile. We stay in this comfortable silence for a moment, looking at each other's flushed cheeks, trying to decipher what to do next. I, um, I should go take this off, he laughs, gazing down at his crotch. Do you need some wet wipes? Um, yeah, that'd be nice, I nod, averting my gaze as he pulls his condom off and ties a knot around it. I pull my hair back behind my ear. He walks to the far side of the room and drops the condom in the trash, coming back with a blue packet of wipes. Here you go. I take it and he turns away to give me some privacy. I wipe between my legs and pull my skirt back down over my hips, looking around the room for my underwear. Have you seen my... Here, he giggles, handing me the black lacy panties. I blush and take them, threading my legs through as I pull them up over my hips. He then takes my blouse and helps me put it on, holding it up behind me so I thread my arms through. I mumble a thank you and start buttoning it up when I feel his arms wrap around my waist. Gabby, he whispers, his deep voice tickling my ear, his skin damp with sweat. Hmm? Can we try again? He asks. I turn over my shoulder to look at him. What do you mean? I mean, us. Can we give us a try again? He asks again. His eyes searching every feature on my face, trying to anticipate what I will say. But all I feel is my heart drop to the pit of my stomach. I don't know, Subin. It's... Is it your ex? He asks suddenly, remembering what I told him about Jihoon. But it's not him. It was never him. I shake my head no. Then what is it? Subin, I... I promise things will be different now. I have more free time, he explains, his eyes going bright with excitement. I can see you every weekend. He takes my hand, looking me right in the eye. We can make it work this time. I promise you, Danby. But I don't live here, Subin. My life is in Busan. Then go back to Busan. I'll see you every weekend. I don't care if I need to take the three-hour train ride. I just want you back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My head goes through all the nights I spent waiting for the phone calls that never came, the tears I cried for him, the heartbreak I endured. But I believe him. I hear that brilliance in his words again, like any question he might ask me will bring us closer to what we were. Give me a chance, please, he pleads. I swallow back my nerves, staring into his deep brown eyes. He smiles, noticing the glimmer in mine, and I know he knows, because he feels it too, that somehow we've arrived right where we need to be, like we were always meant to part ways, only to find each other again. And that's the end. We've come together again. Yes. How do you feel? I feel nervous, because <laughs> this is like... I don't know. Don't know what's going to happen. I'm nervous for the drama that might ensue. Um, there's a lot of history here, a lot of baggage. But I like that outlook on things. Like, yeah, we were meant to find each other again. I have high hopes. Mm -hmm. And I was like literally losing my mind when he was like, I'll take the three hour train ride. Because, <laughs> listen, y'all, are not and Tata. Oh, when they moved, they they grew up in like Douglas, Arizona. They moved to California. 
but my tata was like still working over in Douglas. And every weekend he would drive mm -hmm. from Douglas. Straight to, after work. Right after work, like get in his car, drive over to California, which is like a six and a half hour drive. He'd be with my Nana all weekend. And then Sunday night, he'd drive back to make it back to work Monday morning. Mm -hmm. If he wanted to, <laughs> he, he would. <laughs> so I believe Subin, okay? I too believe Subin. I, although I am nervous because I'm just a person who could not handle long distance. I know mm -hmm. that about myself. Yeah. I had to do it for one month. <laughs> in the first, I did it for one month in the first two months of my relationship that I am currently in right now. And I thought, oh, this will be fine. Like we, we just got together. Like yeah. I can't, I can't imagine I can't handle this. But unfortunately, I could not handle it. <laughs> it was absolutely awful. It was the worst thing I've ever done. And I never want to do it again. <laughs> Granted, now with hindsight, he's my fucking soulmate. So obviously <laughs> I can't do it. But like, yeah, I can't I can't imagine doing it myself. However, I hope Danvi is much stronger than me. You know? She seems strong. But also like, I don't know, it's like tough. It's like shallow waters because like she seems strong, but she's also got that like trauma of like yeah. dealing with it before and being mm -hmm. let down a lot. So it's like Subin has to be real careful and real he gentle. He does. But hopefully he's more well-adjusted now that he's, like, well past debut. I can't imagine being with an idol while they're debuting. Oh, yeah. That's way too chaotic. Yeah. They, they're doing so much shit. Yeah. It'd be like, okay, we're going to stop right now. <laughs> Call me after your 100 days. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to part three. This is in Danby's point of view. And I'm going to be reading... It starts off with a few voicemails. Um, so I'm going to say who the voicemail is from and the timestamp. Mm. So Subin, 933. Hey, baby, I guess I just missed you. How are you going to send me a text like that and not pick up? Call me when you get a chance, okay? Subin, 1247. Hey, I know you're in class right now, but I was looking at your pictures and wanted to <laughs> wanted you to know that I miss you. I'll call you tonight when I get home. Subin, 1517. Hey, baby, sorry I missed your call, but I got your voicemail. I know you're nervous about your final, but you'll do great. You'll see. We just finished dance practice. I'm so tired. But I keep thinking about you and seeing you this weekend. I just want to hear your voice. Call me when you're finished with your test, okay? Subin, 2330. Hey, I know we keep missing each other, but it's been really busy. I'm sorry, baby. I'm back at the dorm now, laying in bed with your shirt next to me. It still smells like your perfume. It's almost like you're in bed with me. I keep calling. I keep thinking about you. Call me? <laughs> I lay down on the sofa, grinning from ear to ear, getting lost in the sound of his soft, breathy voice. We haven't talked all day, but it almost feels like we have. Are you still up? I text him, not wanting to call him in case he's already sleeping. But almost as soon as I hit send, his picture appears on my screen and I pick up. Hey, Benny, I say, smiling like an idiot as I curl up into a ball. I'm sorry I missed your calls. I had a lot of errands to run in between classes. It's okay, he says, his voice soft and sweet. I hear some shuffling on his end, and I figure he's now laying down in bed. How did your test go? It went well, actually, I sigh, feeling relieved. I fidget with the hem of my shirt, holding it between my fingers. He giggles, and I start giggling with him. You see, I told you. I know, but I've been so distracted lately. I don't know. I thought I would bomb it. You? Bomb a test? You're my tutor for a reason, he says, the smirk clear <laughs> in his voice. I think I tutored you for other reasons, too, I giggle, my cheeks getting red. He laughs, but gets... He laughs but gets silent suddenly, his soft breathing echoing in my ear. 
I miss you, Donby. I miss you too, Benny, I whisper, frowning as I gaze down at the sofa. But I'll see you on Friday, right? He lets out a quiet laugh, the kind that makes my smile go wide. Yeah, I can't wait, baby. I feel the butterflies in my stomach thinking about seeing him again after two weeks of being apart. His lips, his hands, his scent. Donby, he asks suddenly. I hum in response, wondering what he'll say. Can I ask you something? Yes, Benny, anything, I respond, pulling my knees up to my chest. How, um, he starts, swallowing back up for a moment. How are you feeling about us? But I stay quiet, chewing my lip. Donby, are you still there? He asks, breathing softly into the receiver. Yeah, I'm here, I answer back, picking at the fuzz on my sock. What's wrong? Are you mad at me? He asks, his voice soft but tense. I flick the fuzz off my finger. No, I'm not mad at you. Then what's the matter, baby? Talk to me. I swallow back the knot at my throat, sighing out softly. This is hard. I miss you. I know, baby, he whispers back. I hear shuffling as he sits up on the bed. I'm trying really hard. I know you are, Benny, I say, swiping my bangs away from my face. I just wonder sometimes if I'm cut out for this long-distance thing. He stays quiet, just breathing. The silence between us feels heavy, like the 200 miles between us is 200 pounds. I'm just being honest, Subin. You asked me, so I'm telling you, I say, trying to get my voice to be a little clearer. He sighs. I understand, Dombey. We both stay quiet again, listening to each other's breathing. How could I make it easier on you, baby? He asks, his voice soft and sweet again. I feel the knot in my throat. I don't know, Benny. I just want to have you here. The tears well up in my eyes, but I don't want to cry. I've cried enough for him. I don't want to anymore. I gave us a chance again because I want to be happy. I signed up for this. I'll be there in four days, baby, he says sweetly. Can you wait for me for four more days? <sighs> I know. That's a long time. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was away for this past weekend. Yeah, you were. I was dying. <laughs> That's why I can't do that shit anymore. <sighs> I nod silently, swallowing back my tears. I can. Good, he smiles. Do you have my hoodie there? Yeah, it's right here. Okay. Hug it real tight, he says, his voice bright and sweet. I do as he says, hugging his black hoodie to my chest. The scent of the cologne I gave him back when we were in high school brings me back to afternoons spent in his room tangled in each other's arms. Are you hugging it? Mm-hmm. I nod, closing my eyes, just focusing on his voice. Okay, now imagine I'm there, caressing your hair. I hug my knees tighter to my chest, doing everything I can to feel his warm hand on my head. I know he's not here, but I feel him here with me. I kiss your forehead, and you lay your head on my chest. I put my arm around your shoulder and hold you close. I smile, leaning my head on the sofa as if it were Subin's chest. That's nice. I can't wait to see you. Just four more days, he says softly. I picture his dimpled smile. I'm sorry. That just, <laughs> that just reminded me of this TikTok I saw. That was like how different companies pick their leaders. Uh-huh. And then it was like SM, the oldest person. You know, JYP, oh, yeah. the most talented. And then like, <laughs> or no, JYP was... The person who trained the longest. And then it was like, Hybe, the one with dimples. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute. They're right. They're right. <laughs> it do be happening. It do be happening. I don't know if it's on accident or on purpose. <laughs> but it is weird. <laughs> and then I'll kiss you for real. His voice gets soft and breathy again. I smirk, hearing the suggestion in his voice. Is that all you do? He giggles, getting shy all of a sudden. No. Then tell me. He swallows, laughing nervously for a moment. 
It's okay, Benny. I live alone, remember? We giggle together as I sit back on the sofa and relax, sliding my hand between my legs. Should I start? This is a first for K-pop philosophy. <laughs> so sorry I paused, but um, <laughs> this is our first phone sex moment. I hate phone sex. <laughs> I don't believe in phone sex. If you like phone sex, you're lying. That's weird. Get help. Okay, well, let's, yes. that's kind of dramatic. No, it's, 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 Let it's, people so, like it's they like. so weird. I mean, yeah, but like, like, it's not that serious. Like, I don't genuinely like think there's something wrong with you, but yeah. like, what's wrong with you? Oh like, that's, that's weird. I think straights really like it, actually. That makes sense. Yeah. And that might be why you have a little bit of an aversion to it. Yeah, it just... There are worse versions. I don't know a single person who takes it seriously. <laughs> and your friends are all queer. I know. <laughs> this, is, this is true. You're proving I, my point I further. I do not have any straight friends. <laughs> not a straight phobic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're straight? <laughs> Seek help. Heart. <laughs> anyway. I'm gonna get... I'm gonna get serious here. For I'm not actually straight phobic. I just I don't know what to talk about with that. <laughs> the humor never lands. It's just it's just jokes. Um, personally, I don't have any strong feelings for or against this. So <laughs> I'm kind of in the middle here. Support the movement. Just don't <laughs> shove it down my throat. Stop. <laughs> I'm trying to get serious. Okay. I lost my place. <laughs> there, there it is. Yes, baby, he says, exhaling softly. I'd kiss all the way down your belly, I whisper, hearing his breath get heavy. Stop at the edge of your boxers, drag my tongue down below your belly button. His breath hitches, and I know he's touching himself. I'd pull your pants all the way down and kiss up your thigh. His soft moans travel inside my ear, turning me on. I rub my cloth center, listening to his heavy breathing. Take your cock into my hand, rub my lips around the head. Fuck, baby, he groans, kissing at my words. But my dick is too big for you. It's okay, we take it slow. Inch by inch, little by little. He whimpers and I hear the sound of his hand beating into his pants as he jerks himself off. I'd be a good girl, Benny. Take you good like I always do. Fuck, he moans through clenched teeth. But just then, I hear someone knocking on his door. <laughs> Subin sighs, groaning loudly into the room. His voice deep with annoyance. Yes? Subin Young, I just... I hear boom cue on, <laughs> on the other side. Is it urgent? Subin asks loudly. It's Odie. He's in my room and he won't let me pick him up. Okay, I'll be right there. I giggle, listening to the whole thing. Bumgyu's embarrassed voice as if he knew he had interrupted something and Subin's annoyed complaints as he gets up from the bed. Baby, I'm sorry. Odie got out again, he says to me softly. I giggle. It's okay, Benny. He stays quiet, putting his slippers on before he checks himself in the mirror. You're gonna go to sleep soon? Yeah, I probably should. I haven't been sleeping well on the sofa. I pout, pulling my blanket back over my legs. Aw, baby, he coos. When is your bed going to be delivered? On Friday. He chuckles softly. Oh, good, just in time. <laughs> Subin Young, he's in the kitchen now, Bongyu's voice <laughs> echoes in the background. You should go get your son, I say, laughing softly as I lay my head on my knees. He laughs too. Yeah, I will. Sleep well, baby. I can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see you too, Benny. I, um, he says suddenly. Actually, never mind. I laugh. What? What is it? No, it's nothing, he laughs timidly. I'm picturing his cheeks getting rosy as he looks down at the floor. 
I'll text you tomorrow morning, okay? All right, I giggle, wondering what he was going to say. Sleep well, bunny. Subin's point of view. We're switching now. KTX train, number 101, going to Busan now, arriving on platform 12. My head buzzes with excitement as I see the bullet train approach the station, its sleek white and blue design appearing in front of me. God, I wish we had bullet trains in the States. Yeah. <laughs> just a just a moment for transportation. Moment of silence for it. <laughs> my head buzzes with excitement as I see the bullet train approach. I pull out my phone to call Danby. It rings a few times, but then it goes to her voicemail. I guess we're playing phone tag again. It's late, almost 10 p.m. Maybe she's sleeping? I put it back in my pocket and look up as the passengers start filling out the train. Middle-aged businessmen coming back home after spending the week working in Busan. Tired-looking tourists pulling large suitcases out of the small doors of the passenger car. They glance at me in my black face mask and backpack, and I wonder if they're putting me into categories too. Lonely college student going home to visit his parents. Rich kid too fancy to take the regular train. (laughs) Nervous 20-something wondering if he'll finally get it right this time. Yeah, that's the one. That's me. Or, lucky guy who got a second chance with the girl of his dreams. I like that one better. But just then, my phone rings. Donby's smiling face appears on my screen. Hi, baby. Hi, Vinny, she says, her voice sounding a bit muffled. I'm sorry I missed you earlier. I was assembling my new bed. I laugh, picturing her in the middle of her room, pieces of her bed frame all around her. It's okay, but you could have waited for me to get there to help you. No, it's fine, she laughs, sighing softly. I can do it. It's not my first time putting furniture together on my own. I press my lips into a smile and gaze down at my shoes. So is this bed big enough for the two of us? Yeah, she says, giggling quietly. We'll have plenty of space. Perfect. I can't wait, baby. Now boarding. Passengers to Busan. Passengers to Busan. Please have your tickets in hand. The conductor announces to all of us on the platform. I look up and see people starting to board already. Looks like I have to go, babe. I reach behind me and pull my backpack to the front to find my tickets. I'll be there in two hours, okay? Okay, Benny, she says, her voice sweet with excitement. Have a good trip. I pull out my tickets and hold them in one hand. Thank you, baby. I gaze up and step forward in the line of people waiting to board. I'll see you soon. Love you. Shit. I didn't mean to say that. My heart sinks in the pit of my stomach. She stays silent on the other end. Shit. I laugh nervously, looking down on my shoes as I shuffle forward towards the entrance. I am. I'm sorry. I. It's okay, she says, her voice nervous as she giggles to herself. I'll see you soon. And she hangs up. Sir, your ticket, please? Subin, you idiot. And that's the end of this part. Oh my god! (laughs) I, too am too used to saying like love you or I love you at the end of phone calls to where I could see this happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> I tried so goddamn hard when I got with my boyfriend <laughs> to not be the one to say I love you first. And I succeeded, but it was painful. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yes. this- I have a hard time believing that. <laughs> okay. I was not. I redirected it so often i was like i just like you so much (laughs) painful because i love him so much and i loved him so much all of it (laughs) but i did it (laughs) Uh, okay okay it's going good so far yeah we're enjoying it we've got some building bed shenanigans yeah subin is putting in some solid effort Mm -hmm. and i respect that but that'll conclude this episode, y'all. If you'd like to catch us in between episodes, you can do so at Kpop Pillow Talk, all one word, all lowercase, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or Tumblr. 
And if you like us and want to let us know, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any other listening service that allows you to do so. And with that, thanks for listening to this episode of K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Nods. What a hey!